Welcome to the Aluminum Linings Podcast, the podcast where we talk about everything except our day jobs. I'm very excited. I'm here today with my dad, and we are doing a NaNoWriMo series. So if you don't know, NaNoWriMo is National Novel Writing Month, and it's where you try and write 50,000 words and basically complete a novel in a month. Does it have a theme song? It could have a theme song. I love it. It's official. That is the new NaNoWriMo theme song. Trademarked. Every time someone says Nano 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 Rimo, they have to pay us and surprisingly, Jack Nicholson four dollars. Have you ever done one of these before, Dad? Podcast? Yeah, you've had me on plenty of times. Again with the dad jokes. We we tried something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in January though. Traditionally, NaNoWriMo is in November, right? Or November for some people. Not for me though, because your mother asked as a birthday gift that I not grow a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> so I've granted that birthday wish for her. What so. about wearing a fake mustache while you're in public to still promote awareness <laughs> of prostate cancer? <laughs> something on with an eyebrow pencil yes um how yeah so i think i tried writing i think it was i was aiming for a thousand words a day so i did was that how we did i thought we did ten thousand words in a month it might have been ten thousand man where did thirty thousand come from maybe that was the original goal (laughs) okay so we have done 10,000 words in a month. We did it in January, not November. Uh, part of the reason for that is I was in school, so November is like midterm writing month, basically. So for me to dedicate enough time to get 50,000 words done in a month was not possible. Oh, yeah. Were you studying for your NCATs at the same time? I'm pr- probably. Oh, that's okay. That, that time in my life is kind of a blur. <laughs> I was doing all of the things at once and not doing any of them particularly well. I think it's a good kind of summary of my life at that uh, time. But yeah, so this year we're kind of both uh, in a place where we can carve out the time to do NaNoWriMo in November. And <laughs> I am I wanted to do this in podcast form because you and I have very different writing styles. We have collaborated on the first draft of a novel in the past. Um, whether that novel will ever get legs is something else entirely, but we do have very different writing styles, you and I, not only stylistically, but also in our, our methods. So, um, yeah. I thought it would be a fun thing to talk about, like what we're doing well and what, you know, maybe we're not doing well and just trying to motivate ourselves to get to that 50,000 word goal. So why don't you describe your, your writing methodology first? Well, um, what I understand, writers are basically split into two broad categories, pantsers and outliners. I guess pantser comes from fly by the seat of your pants kind of thing, so you just start writing. And outliners are, you know, you kind of plot out where you're going to go with your story first before you start writing. And I mean, that's probably more of a spectrum where you get people all along, you know, doing a little bit of outlining or a lot of outlining. Some people start writing and do a bit of an outline, kind of almost a reverse engineering thing. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm more of an outliner. 
just because I, I think it gets too overwhelming with just everything being completely limitless and me having nothing in front of me as far as where to go. So that's, that's how I prefer to do it. Dan Wells did an excellent lecture on YouTube called uh, The Seven-Point Story Structure, which uh, I have used in the past when I've tried writing. This time I'm, I'm using a book by, uh, what was her name, Karen S. Weisner. Oh, what is it now? Uh, <laughs> First Draft in 30 Days, I yeah, think it's yeah. called. In another part of the house, I don't have it in front of me, right? <laughs> unfortunately. But yeah, I tried using it. I I guess with varying success. Certain parts came rather easily, other parts not so easily. But it has helped me think about my story and where it's going, and and help me see certain pitfalls that I might be facing. So yeah. So I, on the other hand, am a pantser. I don't outline anything. I just go where the wind takes me. Um, the story idea that I've picked for NaNoWriMo, I <laughs> received in a dream. Not unlike Albert Einstein, Neil Bohr, my dad's logic professor, Professor Kulathungam, who I have not met, uh, but have heard tell of. Um, and... I mean, it shows that <laughs> most of my stories are really are a shorter in nature. I think the two kind of bigger projects that I've completed have been in around kind of 10 to 20,000 words. And they're typically very character driven stories. So they're not I don't tend to have big plot points. It's more like the way the story is written for me. So most of the story takes place in my own characters' heads, where they're yeah. kind of taken, you know, by their winds and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so it's more the voice that drives the story mm -hmm. for you, the yeah. voice and character-driven. Yeah, so while I have done nothing in the past month, Dad, you have been painstakingly outlining your story. Well, I would like to say I've been painstakingly stakingly outlining my story. I've been doing a little bit of stuff on my story, so... I kind of have an idea of where I'm going. I have an, I, I know where I want to end up, and I have a fairly good idea of how I'm going to start. The middle's still fairly hazy. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, mainly because I keep changing my mind, and I keep going back and wondering if I should be doing more world building and stuff like that. So, so do, you, do you feel like you get to the point where you just can't plan anymore, you can't outline anymore, and you just have to start writing, or do you feel like you could plan forever? I'm kind of feeling that way right now, and I think it's just because I'm sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get on with it, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But I do feel like, I think this story would benefit from a little more world building, even if I don't use a lot of it, mm -hmm. like if I understand, uh, like my story's going to be a little bit fantasy, a little bit steampunk. And so maybe if I had a little more planning out as far as how the magic system works and how the technology works, I think it would benefit me in writing the story and maybe even help me gain other ideas. But I think I'm, I'm confident that I have enough to get a good start on it anyways. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just a matter of if you, the, more, the more labor you do at the beginning, Hopefully, the less you have to do in the revision stage of writing, which really appeals to me. 
Because yeah. I can't see myself writing the same, going over and over and polishing and refining. Um, yeah. Yeah, it sucks. My, <laughs> my nephew, your your cousin, cousin second cousin, okay. or cousin once removed. No, he's my cousin, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's, he's your, your sister's cousin. kid. Sorry. Yeah. I was thinking of his son. I uh, say, I say, he's your sister's kid as if he's not older than me. <laughs> He's only five years younger than me, so yeah. So, yeah. but anyway, so he 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 wrote and self published, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he said his the second book he did, he did something like thirty revision passes on it. Like I think at the end there were just minor things, but still, I'm thinking I don't want to be going over a book thirty times. <laughs> What's your strategy for getting to the 50,000 mark? Because I personally have never written anything that long, and the word count is the <sighs> most neither. intimidating uh, thing to me. How long was our uh, collaborated book? Uh, that was around 40,000 words. I yeah, think, right? and I think 30,000 of those were yours. Oh, okay. Maybe that's where the 30,000 came from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I think it works out to somewhere around sixteen or seventeen hundred words a day if you write every day mm-hmm. uh, and I think I, like I'm just gonna have to make sure I'm I'm trying to hit it every day mm-hmm. <laughs> because that you know go first day it's well let's say seventeen hundred next day it's thirty four hundred then it's you know and that can get overwhelming pretty quick so mm-hmm. I, I would actually like to do a little more than 1,700 words a day, and then that way, if I do have a bad day or a day where I'm away doing something else that I, I won't feel as behind the eight ball, mm-hmm. if I do, uh, yeah. So what I, about you? What are your strategies? Well, I know I'm not going to write every day. Listen, just cards <laughs> on the table. I know it's not going to happen every day. Um as much as I would love to have, like, I really wish I had a day that was just, like, my writing day. But the problem with being uh, by the pants, by the seat of my pants writer, right? A discovery writer, if you prefer. Um, is that you don't know when you're going to hit a roadblock until you hit the roadblock. So you're writing and writing and writing and writing and all of a sudden it's like, I don't know. I don't know how to fix this. And in the right. past, when we did the 10,000 word challenge, I would just, I just knew that I had to keep writing. So I just made something up that just bridged me from one thing to the next thing. Mm. And that got me through, that got me through to my 10,000 word mark. And I do, I, I know that NaNoWriMo is not, you're going to have a perfect book at the end of 30 days. You're going to have yeah, a yeah. rough draft. It might never be publishable. And so I, those are my expectations going in. But that doesn't mm-hmm. mean I want to do a bad job just for the sake of doing a bad exactly. job, right? Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that, and that's mm-hmm. I guess part of it too is I can't be afraid of ugly writing mm-hmm. because this is to just get it out and get it down. Yeah. Again, I would like yeah less work on the revision end. Yeah. Hence the outlining, but yeah, like you said, you have to realize it's not going to come out perfectly written, and and better to have a poorly written novel than nothing and still planning it in your head I think yeah yeah absolutely and I think for me having small milestones were like when we did the 10,000 word challenge that was a big thing for me because I feel like I actually finished something 
Yes. Because I had that bad habit of starting something and, and leaving it. I think that's why we said it low. It. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't go for the 50,000 words because we knew it was going to be a busy month and we didn't want to fail. Yeah, yeah. And then finishing, you know, finishing the a book of this, which I talk about extensively on my YouTube channel and on my website, aluminumlinings.com. But a book of this was big because it was the first time I had finished a project that because the first the 10,000 words I finished it but like I said I did a lot of like very dubious plot points to try and move the story along versus when I finished a book of this I it was the first time I felt like wow I've written a really cohesive story and it's all one thing and it the plot makes sense so for me I know this month is going to be like as much as I'm going to try and write every day it's probably going to be on my days off an energy drink fueled (laughs) writing rage I know that about myself I've been through university I know how I got papers done I'm just saying (laughs) yeah yeah do you want to talk about our stories a little bit I'm I'm still I'm I'm still debating that. I think I might want to keep my cards a little close to my vest on this just because I am planning, if I do ever get it published, I do want to publish it under a pseudonym. Okay, yeah, yeah. Nom de plume. Yeah. And I'm thinking I would like to keep my identity secret if I do publish it until, like, maybe that could be part of something to generate a buzz about it would be revealing my identity. So. Okay. I do want to kind of keep it a little on the secret side, I think. Okay. I am going to talk about my story because cool. I'm excited about it and I'm already on the internet with my website. There's no turning back now. My <laughs> ebook is being published with my name. It's happening. So I had this dream that I was a half wraith who was related to death. So I had this dream that I was a half-wraith related to death. I went on this big quest and blah, blah, blah. Originally, I had this idea, and it wasn't really an idea. It was more of a thought that passed through my brain. But wouldn't it be funny if dragons were just really ugly and gangly and awkward? And so originally, I was going to write a story about this person, and they, they're, like, super stoked because they get selected to be this, like, dragon rider and go on this epic <laughs> quest. And then they show up, and these dragons are just so awkward and terrible. It's like they're going through puberty all the time. Like, they're just, they're, you know, they dragons are uglier than, than I first expected. So their puberty just drags on? <laughs> yes. Drag on? Yeah, the scales of time are uh, uneven for them. But, so I was going to write that story, and then I decided, then I had this wraith dream, and I was like, wow, that's really cool. And then I've been thinking about kind of the dynamic of what if every time you have, like, a close call or something, it's this wraith fighting off death because they have this weird familial relation, like, rivalry <laughs> going on. So is he doing it just to, or is... Is yeah. your character just doing it to spite death? Yeah, or... pretty much. It's just like a so weird kind just of almost being a pain in the butt. Yeah, so yeah, so it's kind of like a weird sibling rivalry. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so I know I know how it's I kind of have an idea of how it's going to start and then I know what I want the last line of the book to be. And that's all I got. Ah, cool. So, we'll see. I mean, I could do stuff all in the same universe, but ultimately I really just want to focus on get the novel done. I'm trying not to think yeah. of like and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this. Get the 50,000 words on the paper. Okay. Yeah. So you're, wow. See, that's that's where I find it intimidating would be like, oh, yeah, I've got this end point in mind, and I'm just going to start now. Yeah. Well, with me, I, I've got a bunch of characters. There's, I think, four, yeah, four protagonists, something like that. Mm-hmm. 
And so I have done a bit of a backstory for each of them, which even today I'm still modifying that. I called you earlier and was talking to you about that. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of helps because I know that I've got arcs. For a couple of them, I've got arcs I want to work on. There's a few of them that are more, I think, are just going to stay stagnant and maybe at some you know, if this novel works out and I do another one, then maybe I could work on, on other arcs. Do you find it difficult thinking about multiple main characters in terms of, like, because the, the thing I have is, like, I have a character and I like that character and I like the way they think and talk and so they're the character I right. want to write from. So most, I think all of the bigger stuff that I've written has all been first person. Are you worried about having to juggle multiple characters, or do you feel like that's something? Well, I think that'll give me like because I'm gonna write it in third person, and I yeah third person, and so that kind of gives me a little more flexibility in that if I want to keep something secret, then a chap that chapter I can do from another character's perspective, even though that character is not the main character of that scene. Mm. And then that way you can keep stuff hidden from the reader because it's from that character's point of view. Yeah. Even though it's in third person. So, you know, it'll be, he did, he did this or she did that. It's, it's still from one character's viewpoint. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. You can still put people's thought process in, in third person, right? It's not like you completely remove that. It's, well, just by what gets noticed and what gets commented on mm-hmm. the chapter will be a reflection of that, which yeah. also gives me a little more flexibility and hopefully will allow me to work a little more variety into it just because different characters are going to, you know, are going to be noticing different things, are going to be commenting on different things. And, and even you'll get some, you know, hopefully you'll get some unreliable witnesses mm-hmm. uh, so like one person you know might see themselves in this way whereas another character might see them a little more clearly or a little less clearly depending on what the relationship is so you you kind of it mixes things up a bit and, and in the reader's mind it'll make them wonder okay what what is this person really like or just adds a little variety and i think also being that you know i know where they want to end up and and they're going to bring their different skills together to try and accomplish that so that gives a little more variety as far as i don't have to have one character having all the skill sets required to Mm -hmm. to accomplish something yeah because i know you that you hate that Like, when one character is suddenly, like, good at everything. Yeah, yeah. I really hate, like, the comic book, like, I call it the comic book scientist kind of thing. Oh, because this person is really good with electronics, all of a sudden they can hack the Pentagon and they can do gene splicing and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just because you're good, you know, just because you have education in one area of science doesn't mean all science is open to you and you understand everything. So, yeah, I guess that that kind of thing does bother me. Uh, I think I remember an episode of Arrow where his his IT specialist, he comes up and says, can you run a a DNA test on this or something? She does computers. Come on. Yeah, Amazon, (laughs) 23andMe. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So we're just going to check in. There are going to be short little podcasts where we just check in every week and be like, hey, this is my word count. This is what's going well for me. This is what I'm hot garbage at. That's going to be a good motivation, too. At the end of the week, I'm going to have to give an accounting of my word. 
So, and it is, we're recording this on the 28th, so we're just gearing up to get started on Friday. Yeah, Friday. So, yeah, I'm excited. I just, like, I'm at the point where I just want to start writing, which, I mean, technically, due to my lack of outlining, I've always kind of been at that point, but... (laughs) I'm kind of there, too. Uh, I kind of feel bad about it because I think I could benefit from a little more outlining and a little more world building. And Mm -hmm. I've still got a few days, so hopefully I will do some of that. Well, you know, I'm going to get lots of sleep. Hopefully I get some good dream ideas for my story. (laughs) Uh, You know, just trying to crush, you know, 16-hour sleeps for inspiration. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to try to do... debating doing up cue cards with just different scenes Mm -hmm. because that's how I tend to when I'm not consciously outlining it's like oh it'd be really cool if this character did this and how would that scene go Mm -hmm. so I'm hoping hoping that that'll be a um, writer's block uh, sort of a bypass that if a writer's block enema if you will (laughs) writer's excellent <laughs> now you just totally no, derailed my sorry. thought process. I'm um, hoping that it'll be it'll prevent writer's block. I'm I'm gonna try to write chronologically, mm-hmm. but if I do hit a spot where oh this just isn't working, then I can pop out one of those scenes that I know I want to do and maybe work on that for the day just to let the other part kind of ruminate. Oh, my mind okay. So things. you're still hitting your word count while you're thinking about the things you have to fix. Yeah. I'll have to be dating. Like, I, I use Scrivener for my writing, mm-hmm. so uh, I think I'll try to just do it on an individual card. You, like, you can set it up like index cards. Yeah, yeah. So I'll do my writing each day. Hopefully, I'll just date the card and write on it. And that way I can, because I think in each individual card, like, when you open that up, mm-hmm. it gives you the word count for that card. Okay. I don't think there's an overall word count thing until you compile it all. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking I'm probably going to do mine as a Google Doc, just so that I can see the whole thing. Um, yeah. Well, I, I like the fact like you can do like it's like a cork board with index cards on it. Yeah. So uh, whether I actually physically write out the scenes on a bunch of index cards so I can just, oh, okay, this isn't happening. I'm not feeling this now. Mm-hmm. And that way I've got something to, to hopefully keep me writing every day. Do you want to make any bets on this, Dad? <laughs> You're thinking of the motivation thing, right? Yeah. No, I really... I, uh, <laughs> Fair enough. don't want to be committing any money to anything. Well, I was thinking... Uh... Volunteering. Uh, oh my I goodness, do, I had I to cut this out, my dude. Words. That would suck. Oh, there would be a few word searches in my novel. And... <laughs> that I know that the end of the week is coming when we're going to have the podcast, that that'll be enough of an external authority to help me to keep focused and keep my nose to the grindstone kind of thing. Yeah, the uh, accountability buddy. Um, If you guys who are listening want to do NaNoWriMo, you can go on to the NaNoWriMo website and they have groups that you can join that are both online and like in person. Like, So you just look up your area and I know there's a few in the Edmonton area here that meet and there's some that do like daytime writing, some that do nighttime writing. Um, So if you do want to like jump on board and get started, absolutely. I should maybe do that. See if I was debating. We're in a relatively small community that's sort of isolated. You gotta take a ferry to get out of here or take a plane. Mm-hmm. So I think we only have. I think the greater area around Powell River is only like something about twenty thousand people. 
So I don't know whether there's any NaNoWriMo people or not, but they do have the power of a shop and swap where everybody, the Facebook page that everybody goes and they sell stuff and they complain about driving and <laughs> stuff and whatever other thing is grinding their gears at the time. So yeah. Yeah, it's I might just job. go on there and ask if anybody's doing NaNoWriMo. Maybe they have something at the library or mm-hmm. got a lot of coffee shops around here. So Yeah, so... Lots of ways to get involved. I guess you want to keep your identity secret for your book, but do you have any other projects you'd like to plug? I, I feel like I'm being misrepresented with any other projects that I'm working on right now. It's like, no, I haven't really written anything. We collaborated. We wrote yeah. something that would be a novella length, I think, maybe. Um, I but yeah, I mean, it was 40, pretty... Words, yeah, it so. was pretty close to that 50,000 mark, though. And, uh... I did start one other story that I wrote, and I got fairly far into it, but it was sort of starting to sound like Teenage Hulk kind of thing, so I abandoned it. Uh, I've got ideas, but I just haven't. I haven't uh, pushed myself to to actually write and stuff. So this is I'm hopefully gonna break that trend and, and start on a path where I'd be actually not just thinking up stories but writing them. So yeah, we're gonna pull a Stan Lee, you guys, and we're gonna get our books written, and it's gonna be great. Stan Lee didn't get successful in the comic book industry till he was in his late forties. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we will check in with you guys next week and let you know how it's going. As always, you can find all my content on AluminumLinings.com. I'm also Aluminum Linings on all social media except for Twitter. There's no S on the end for Twitter because that was too long of a handle. If you're doing NaNoWriMo, uh, let us know. Jump on board. We'll motivate each other and we'll survive this month of many, many words. Many, many words. Many, many words. Oh, also... I meant to tell you this at the beginning of the podcast. So I had this great idea for recording this where I I have a mic with a really long cord and I was going to thread that cord under the door and then have the phone in the other room and then just put the monitor on so that I could hear you talking. (laughs) And then I was like, wow, what a good idea. Like it's going to cut down on editing time. So efficient. La la la. And then uh, I realized I would have to scream at the top of my lungs for you to hear me because you can't (laughs) hear the monitor. And I just felt real dumb.